Hi, welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gates Daily Podcast. I'm Carl Nicholson, and for today's, today's podcast, I'd like to talk a little bit about tribulation and perseverance and character and hope. Um, we know in Romans chapter 5, the first few verses there um, talk about tribulation producing perseverance and perseverance producing character and character producing the hope, hope that doesn't disappoint because Yahweh God's put his love into our hearts by Holy Spirit. Um, Last week, or the last podcast, I talked about our dynamic environment. And basically, the the context of it was that we were born into an environment um, that is seemingly overwhelmingly against us. And when we, we get our bearings at some point in life, and then we get born again, and we enter another dynamic environment, and at the end of the day, we, as we mature as sons, we learn to be successful and live in the dominion that, that Yahweh has created us to walk in in our environment. So I kind of wanted to build on that a little bit. And um, the, the tribulation specifically from Romans is what kind of stuck out to me. And uh, because that's what it seems like. Even if, you know, we're so many people are looking for this revelation thing that there's a set time of a few years where this great tribulation happens. Well, what if that, that thing is just, you know, it's an eternal word that's bouncing into time. And, and it doesn't always ha- look like that necessarily is what I'm saying. In tribulation, we were born into it. Um, and worse than that, it, it happens. Uh, not only were we born into it and we subjected our own selves because we messed up uh, at the beginning, you know, and chose the wrong, our forefathers, ancestors, whoever chose, made some wrong choices. Um, we, we get unwarranted tribulation <laughs> when we're believers and, uh, we have to walk through that too. And Yahweh is, um, he's okay with it because of what we carry and the ability that we have to grow into. I wanted to use a situation from the military that I've encountered to kind of describe a little bit of what tribulations, this, what that environment looks like and, um, <clears throat> the things I was faced with and how to kind of overcome it. Um, tools for potentially overcoming, um, maybe just by being aware. So in, um, there's a school called SEER School, and it's for survival. It's uh, S-E-R-E. It stands for survival, uh, evasion, resistance, and escape. So basically this, the training is where soldiers get put into situ- a situation, like a captive situation. So they're already in and like they... they you, the training is all about finding yourself in this dynamic environment where it, the things are set against you. And the, the purpose of the school is to teach you tools, how to survive, uh, how, to, how to be successful in that environment when everything is pitted against you. Basically what I was saying last week. So, uh, and that's, what, that's the tools that are taught and um, the situations that are created are to, to, so that the soldier in the school can pay attention and learn how to survive, how to evade, how to resist, and how to escape. So I can't divulge all the details, but I did have a good story of when I, when I did go through and, uh, I I thought it might be a little bit helpful. So I was, uh, oh, this was 2008 or so. Um, and I was going through some a bunch of training at once. It was just a training after training this difficult kind of stuff. And so I'd been in the field for four or five days before uh, I went to SEER school. And 
what my command was doing was we were out in the field sleeping. It was cold out there. So when you have a temperature change of 20 to 30 degrees or more during the day and night, it puts your body in like this state of shock when you have to continue to do it over and over. Even if you have the right equipment to stay warm and the right equipment to, you know, kind of ability to stay cool when it's hot and food and water, your body still experiences the shock. And the more days you're out there, it just continually beats down. And so that starts to take a toll on mental. So we were, we were already being positioned to be weak in, uh, in Sears school. And so we were doing a whole separate mission, um, that was, you know, mentally exhausting, physically exhausting. And like I said, the shock coming from the weather. And then furthermore, we didn't, we didn't know we were about to start this school. Um, if you know, you're about to do something stressful, uh, especially at that level, you're going to practice and eat a lot and do all these things and try to get some extra sleep and be thinking there's just a whole bunch of stuff you want to do to prep to be ready for something like that. And we weren't, we were completely enveloped in something else, using all our energy for that. Thought we we're about to be done and go home. So, you know, it's use up all your energy and let's make this thing good and come to find out we weren't done. And we were finding ourselves in a way worse situation. Um, with almost no control over any of that sleep, eat, uh, what we do. <clears throat> so the, the stage was kind of set. And I think you can just see where I'm going with this. Like that, this, this is the type of environment that we were born into. And so, so how are we, so here's what I, here's what I knew. Here's what I thought I had talked, you know, I, I knew I would go at some point, uh, to this seer school where I practice survival, evasion, resistance, escape. And when you talk to people, there's people who give all kinds of good advice. Um, and everybody has their opinions and stuff. And we had our own opinions. And one of the things we thought were, Hey, one thing I heard was, uh, you know, don't come across aggressive in there because they'll just eat you up. Um, so one of the techniques I, I knew to try was to be, to present myself weaker than I was. So the reason for that one is to, you know, add to deceptive, but I'm talking about survival now. So I, I don't necessarily want to show them how strong I am. I definitely don't want to come across aggressive when they got the weapons and the, the up, you know, the way more people and uh, you know, just the advantage in almost every arena. They have power over me. Um, another thing they said was, uh, Hey, these people are going to interrogate you. So, you know, it's only going to last so long. So just lead them along in a story. So I was like, all right, I had, so I had two good techniques without being in the school that I was, I just remembered when, uh, when we got captured that I decided to put to use. <laughs> so this is where like the rubber meets the road, right? Cause we all, I mean, just apply it towards our walk. We, we have all these concepts and ideas that we hear the people say, this will work. You know, the, speak the faith, do this, just do this thing and this thing will work. Well, that's great that it worked for somebody in some time at some point in some arena doing something. Um, but I, I, I guess it's to be determined if it'll work for me, but also, um, I have to try something. So unless I have any other good ideas myself or what I come up with, I have to try something. So I might as well gather some of these thoughts and try them. Right. So that's what I did was, uh, so I found myself there and I'm, I'm acting weak, you know, they're, you know, whatever, getting slapped around or whatever's going on. And I remember just acting like trying to portray the picture that I'm just like, I'm scared and whatever else. And that might've worked a little bit. Um, 
But the issue is, I also was tried to lead them along in a long story that was just complete bullcrap. That was a uh, that wasn't true, and you know one of the tactic, tactics of the enemy is they always want to isolate you, and uh, so when I had other teammates there, they isolate all of us, and what they were trying to do is gather a story from all of us and shoot holes in the story and pit us against each other and whatever. So as I'm telling this story, well, my buddies are telling stories too. So that's one issue. The other issue is they got into my, I had a couple of admin bags with like my cell phone or something in them and some, uh, my computer and stuff. Well, they got into my administrative bags and you know, I'm in a training here, so we should only be, we're only supposed to be using our tactical, like training work equipment. You don't, don't use my personal stuff in a training school. That's not really how it's supposed to go. But the issue is they don't have those rules. So they got into my admin stuff and they found out some stuff about who I am and what I really do for a living and what unit I was really with. And they exploited it. So after I led them along in this long story, that was not true. They just pulled out some evidence of my own and were like, well, what about this? And I think that's one of the greatest, it was a, so at that point I knew my story was up. They knew it was up. I'm looking them in the face and they know from the unit I'm from and what I do that I'm, I'm also not this, uh, super weak person probably. <laughs> so I just looked them in the eyeballs and they looked me in the eyeballs and was like, all right, well, we're, I guess we, you got what you got now. So deal with it. Um, and that, so that was a, what an awesome, amazing, uh, learning opportunity. But one, one of the, you know, one of the key things I've taken away from this, and I think that's ap- applicable to us is that the enemy doesn't play by our rules. If they played by our rules and it would be a fair fight and we would have all these other advantages, but he, he doesn't. The enemy looks for our rules to break them and to exploit us that way. So I think that's such a key part of understanding the enemy that we really have is we got to follow God's rules. Besides that, we're free. So outside of, uh, I want to stay in God's rule. That's why David wrote, you know, Psalm 119. He was just so absorbed with the commandments and the precepts and the statutes, the word of God. Um, it is our, that our liberty are, is within the frame, that framework. And outside of that, um, that's my boundaries. It's not, not, not all these other set things. So what I learned is, you know, that's great hearing from people and all these things that people say works. But when, when the rubber meets the road, when you're in a situation, sometimes that stuff doesn't work. <laughs> and uh, I have to figure out what does work. So as time's drawing short, I, just, I guess I'll just make a quick point of what does work. And that's where I come back to um, Romans 5 where it says, Tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. Paul had just gotten talking, done talking about Abraham and how, how Abraham believed God and it was a him for righteousness. He was saying that is the, you know, that is faith. That is Abraham proved and showed what faith is. Okay. So now that we have faith, faith, he's saying in Romans one, uh, five, one and two, he's saying faith gives us access to stand in this, the, the faith of Abraham, just like that, that pattern gives us the access to stand in grace. So we stand in grace, this, uh, uh, we stand above sin. We stand free in the liberty, in the law of God and in the liberty of God. Um, and it's, he's saying we're, we glory in that liberty. We glory in that 
the hope. But he said, we also glory in tribulations. So the, these are the tribulations, all the stuff, all the environment stuff that's, that's pitted against us. All these are tribulations that produce perseverance because that, what, what did I learn and how did I overcome? I learned by persevering because all these little tactics and stuff that I thought would work didn't work. But what I did do uh, is hang on and persevere because I know this thing's going to end at some point. At some point, um, God will rescue me speedily. And at some point, either this training will be over, the training will turn live or something will happen. But all I have to persevere. And that's why I'm saying the tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character. So, so during while persevering, you know, I, I learned I, what I learned was to stand on my own thoughts, to have my own thoughts of what I believed was right, and tend to to create my own story, my own ways to survive and evade and resist and escape uh, in in the specific situation that I'm in, and that that builds and um, demands that we understand some sort of our own identity of who we are and that is where character is built so the tribulation produces this perseverance and through this perseverance we gain character and that character is what we carry and that that character is what produces hope and hope does not disappoint we we will win this thing we do win this thing Another thing I've noticed is as, as, as this situation happens and as, as the tribulation happens and it produces perseverance and the perseverance produces character and character hope, what I've noticed is um, there is a measure of glory that we equally, that we carry, I believe that's uh, measurable compared to the perseverance and character um, that we display. There is a weight of glory that we carry. And you go back to the verse, and that's what he's saying. He said, we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. But not only that, we, we glory in tribulations because that, that just, it helps us to carry this glory that we, that we walk in and this grace that we stand in, in Yeshua. In closing, I want to encourage you to walk with hope, to, to engage the tribulations and the, the things um, that we were that, that God's ordained that we walk in. And just remember that our government is different in, in what we walk in. Um, Jesus persevered through his tribulations and, and maintained his character. And in his situation, you know, there are people who never knew how right he was. They actually, they came after his character. Remember, that's actually uh, one of the things that got him hung on the cross was false witnesses that rose up and said stuff about him, lied about him. Um, so they, they came after his character, but what did he do? He didn't, he didn't say a word. He committed himself to him who's faithful, and he, he persevered with his character in hope um, through the tribulation. And he didn't need to respond um, because we have a different government. And God justified him by raising him from the dead. Whether those people uh, ever understood that or not, wasn't the final answer. It wasn't the final answer that they understand it. The final answer is always with Yahweh. And it was with Yeshua completing his thing, doing it the right way. And that is the, that is the reason we persevere through the tribulation um, and with character and hope. Um, and he said, if he can do it, we can do it. God bless you. And God strengthen you in all the things that you have to stand in.
and, and especially the things that, that no one else knows, but, but you have to stand in and walk in and overcome. God bless you and, and help you overcome. Have a good day. Shalom.